0: You're listening to Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technologically advanced silhouette decoy on the market. First Light, the best hunting gear on the planet. Go farther, stay longer. And Duck Lander calls. Tradition, education, and quality. Built to hunt.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Union 0430. This is episode 151. And man, it has taken us a long time to be able to get Mr. Stone on this show. I'm telling you, it's been back and forth for the last two weeks trying to get something hammered out and we can get Jordan Stone from Sheetwater Kennels to come on the show. So, it's sunday this is totally um different than what we normally do because we normally record on thursday night with the boys and and the whole bit and jordan's been so busy the boys are all over the place Philly's out in bc mark and mark and ryan are in like major excavation and doing stuff down in nova scotia and dave just had surgery again so um yeah so jordan buddy thanks i know uh i've tested your patience over the last couple days last week on on trying to get some time to get you in so i appreciate it appreciate you coming on dude
0: yeah no worries
1: and and it's a busy day for you man because you just had um puppy pickup so you just had a litter dog well not just but you had a litter of dogs, and everybody just came and, and picked up their pups today, and they're off to their forever home. So, yeah. I'm guessing a nice bit of relief for you now that the pups are gone home.
0: Yeah, it's, um, I appreciate you having me on, man.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: The first thing to start. This has uh, been cool to see this grow. Uh, You're doing a good work with it, a lot of cool uh, partnerships, and people see it and come and going. Um, yeah, puppy pickups are brutal like in that sense that when they're done they're done and you come in the shop and it's like all right yeah that's mm-hmm. done now it's another you know another chapter and you get to see those people grow with their dog and,
1: i got to uh, i got to say like like watching like the facebook feeds now um i'm seeing your kennel being tagged an awful lot in the last Oh, buddy! In the last three, four months, you yeah. and your kennel is being tagged a lot. Like your dogs are doing very well in testing right now, in both the hunter and in field trials, right?
0: Yeah, and it's uh, it's just finding the right homes. Like yeah. even into dock diving homes. Yeah, so that's a whole new venue we got into. Like not me personally, but right. we uh, uh, partner up with some people in Quebec, and we don't usually send many puppies to Quebec. Yeah. And uh, this was kind of like a foot in the door. Um and it's been like cool to see all the venues, hunt test, um, the CKC H-R-C. stuff. Yeah, yeah, HRC, CKC, even some LOC stuff in Ontario. Yep. And then now this dock diving is kind of like it's pretty cool to watch.
1: Yeah, I haven't uh I I gotta admit, I haven't watched any of the dock diving. I know a couple people that have um sort of kind of like not done it in a competition they've just done it it's been like a i don't know like a, a an exhibition where you know if you want to give you get your dog to give it a try and people have tried it and stuff like that but yeah. i haven't seen any video of it yet so i i i gotta see it i've seen it like when it was done down in the states years ago when they used to do the big competitions but i haven't yeah. seen anything in canada yet um but it's funny that you bring up uh quebec and that quebec is doing it um and i'll I'll tell you this i've I've run in now a couple times at some uh at some hunt tests and boy those 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 fellas and ladies from Quebec take their dog training pretty serious eh like oh yeah oh boy that's yeah. on a different level man
0: yeah the um i watch so they do Mal, malmutes
1: Malmutes.
0: mal malmute yeah. Yeah. And um they stepped into labs and like they take their malleys out and they yeah. are sending it.
1: Wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've I've been yeah. oh look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Brown dog. He got
0: out. Of the, the gunner kennel I have doesn't have very good latch on it. Okay. It's uh it's been a west a couple times. And yeah. he's in it right now. Um, but he just hey, pushes the, the door open.
1: Are you uh, that's a question for you? And and stoner you'll see like we'll be jumping all over the place on this show here but now you brought up out west um you guys go to saskatchewan you don't hunt manitoba but like anything that you're tracking out west with this these new rules in manitoba and stuff is any of that switching like is that going to migrate over to saskatchewan and affect the hunters in saskatchewan have you heard anything
0: i think it probably will yeah Like, uh, I've hunted in only Saskatchewan and Alberta. Yeah. Haven't been in Manitoba. Okay. The group I go with, they started in Manitoba and then I met them in Saskatchewan. Um, they're here, but you know, like Marco and them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the new legislation is good and bad. I think Mm -hmm. Saskatchewan can get overrun with American guides. Yeah. And it's like, it's a commodity if that's the right word, but. It can get pretty nasty and at the end of the day it's just for fun. Um yeah. that's what we go for. Yeah. And there's lots of options to go like hunt out there. Yeah. You just drive another twenty, thirty minutes and you'll find a bigger one. I but think uh, – uh, yeah.
1: No go for it, buddy. Sorry.
0: Oh, I, I think some of it's good. Some of it's obviously gonna impact some people in a bad way, but yeah. It might be the best. I'm
2: not sure. Yeah. I mean be-
0: I'm neutral on it because it doesn't really affect me.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty i I'm, I'm I don't want to say I'm neutral. I'm leaning. I the problem is is the fellas that come up from the south that come up uh to guide that that's that's my belief, right? The guys that are coming up that are freelancing and or they they know people up there and and they come up and they hunt and they do their thing. They're up there for a week or two and then they go back like they're chasing that migration those guys aren't the problem in in my opinion anyways to me it's it's the guys that are coming up there um and uh and and for and guiding right so but i know kansas kansas just uh they just implemented pretty much the same thing that's going on in manitoba right now and and i think kansas like it's bad man like they really got to do it because um
0: yeah guys with pistol
1: well and it's and it's getting overrun right like the deer i think the deer is the big thing in kansas like there's some monsters there's some monster deer in kansas and i think i think that's what it is right like all these out-of-state hunters that are coming in and 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 listen i get it right like uh, i understand people to say well it's not fair you can't it's it's land it's game you can't you can't say who can and who can't but you know um at the end of the day um there's organizations within the government that that we rely on them to make sure that they manage all these properties or not properties all these animals and species and all these things yeah. properly so you know it, it's tricky man i i don't to be able to it's not a hill that i'd want to, to you know put my flag no. on and and die on that's for sure cuz it it's We've got uh,
0: a huge problem in Ontario. Oh. Like i nothing against guides If you've got that hat in your or your feather in your hat, good for you. Um, But there's a lot of people. You go out there, there's a lot of birds. So there's more room for it here. It's getting pretty rough. Um, I always thought they should implement law here to be licensed. I think so. Uh, Like out there, like you get an RM, you get to Mm -hmm. hunt that. If you want to go somewhere else, you've got to lease a spot off of that RM holder. Yeah. But Saskatchewan's so big. The guys that freelance, we hunt with Americans here and there. They're yeah. obviously like seeing the same birds, so we'll jump in with them. Yeah. Um, but the guides are usually like the "Don't tread on me." Yeah. Like, These are mine. I own them. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. But they do bring a lot of money into the province. Uh, between, um, you know, some of those towns, when it's done, like uh, off season, they're dead. Yeah. But yeah. Then you get a bunch of Americans come in, Canadians going to American guides. Yeah, better leasing rms yeah it does help those communities
1: absolutely gas
0: food all that stuff
1: yeah co- accommodations everything yeah it's yep. money coming into the economy i'm i'm on the same brainwave of as you with regards to ontario i i do believe that um you should be you should be licensed and and not only should you be licensed you should carry some form of insurance and that, yeah. that's, that's my big thing because yeah. God forbid something happened. Oh, um, yeah. you know, yeah. like, buddy, I'm going to tell you, if, if you're, if you're operating as a guide and yeah. you don't have that paperwork, like I'm going to tell you, yeah. insur- insurance companies can be brutal when it comes to, yeah. when it comes to getting yeah. money for people that have been affected on things and just something that's just something that, uh. Yeah, I feel, you know,
0: I, especially on the lake. We've got, um, you know, Lake Erie here. It's yep. like 15, 20 minutes away, Long Point's 30. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the dangerous lakes. And we've got, you know, people starting businesses and taking people out. And hey, the buffet's there. There's lots of food to eat. Yep. Uh, we've got a big push of redheads, cans come. Yeah. Uh, lots of bluebills in the outer part. But we've got guys going out on boats paying 250 a day. And trusting that guy knows what he's doing, has the best machinery, paying the best money to go, Mm -hmm. and something happens, and you're running on like that, personal liability for your boat, say goodbye. Yeah. Because they're going to come after you because you're running a commercial entity.
1: Absolutely. Like
0: us with the dogs. I never thought I'd have to have insurance for a bite, fall, a dog runs, get hitched by a car, cause a massive accident. We've got to have that stuff really so right? coming in yeah viability really? yeah yeah whoa
1: that's okay that's that's something different because so i've always been like uh you know i'm fairly new to um labradors for for hunting dogs right like i've had lander for 3 years now so it's really up until i got lander that i really got into it but when i got into it i i learned very quickly when when you talk to a breeder and you say okay how much how much for a puppy and a breeder says and i don't know what the going rate is right now but let's say it was 2500 bucks was what it was was when i got lander right and and a breeder said 2500 bucks uh for the dog i learned very quickly that the breeder um that 2500 bucks evaporates fairly quickly when you're talking about you know the shots and the x-rays and and the uh, dna testing and and all of that shit yep. and now and and this insurance bit this is the first time i've heard of it so that's another cost on top of it for a breeder is is yeah. insurance you know
0: wow so that's not even pet pet insurance that's like no. just having yeah. a commercial policy and they start at three three grand wow, wow. so um yeah there's obviously uh you can have uh, we'll get into the dog stuff you can have puppies and be um you know we had litter this and that it went perfect and then the next one just as like a private you know family breeding uh at home and the next one be a flop yeah so yeah there's a lot of things that when you say hey how much are puppies going for yeah Uh, there's a big spectrum
1: Oh, there's a huge spectrum, dude, of yeah. costs that comes with it. And, you know, like you're looking at just the things that. So um, so we were we were going to try and plan to have a, a litter with with my dog, um, but she's her her heat schedule is all messed up. But just to go in and, and so I live in Kingston. Um, yeah. So, you know, two and a half hour drive to get to ottawa just to have her eyes and uh, her eyes and hips done because yeah. the only the only place close to me is in ottawa that i can get eyes tested so really? that's a two and a half hour drive down to ottawa and then to pay to pay the doctor to get her eyes tested to make sure she's good and then the hips that's yeah. that's that's even before i'm even you know in good conscience that's even yeah. before i can go find a stud for her. i've got to make sure that that's good do you know what I mean? Like the the costs that, and when I hear people, uh, the the common, and I haven't heard it in a while, but I I was hearing it a, a lot. Well, stupid COVID prices. Uh, it's not stupid COVID prices, but he like, yeah, some people may be charging a, a a ridiculous amount, but um, some of the dogs, the thing that, and and jump in and correct me if I'm wrong here, Stoner, but like, I look at. I was looking at some of the prices of what people were selling like their private litter, just not a, not a breeder, just, just a a dude like me that was just going to have a a litter of dogs. They were charging like with no guarantees, nothing. They were charging more than what a a litter coming from, you know, a field trial dog was you know what I mean? Like the, the prices were just, they were, all out of whack. And I, I don't know what, what drove these prices or, or what I think if it was just one person that threw up, you know, $5,000 for a lab and then someone paid it. And then all of a sudden that was the going rate. I, I, I don't know what happened, but.
0: We had a massive supply and demand issue. Yeah. I was talking to another guy about this. Plus in the States, they put out stimulus for uh, money. Yeah. And much like Canada. We yeah. had the stimulus come in. Yeah. Yeah. So when I'm like, I look all the time for started season finished dogs, yeah. and they range, you know, anywhere from three, 3K three US yeah. or like 3,000 US up to 10, 12 grand US for mm-hmm. finished. Yeah. And now for chocolate, they're a lot more. <laughs> but you wouldn't know that.
2: You're. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Joking. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, that that that's the, the game. Um, and we can get into that chat, yeah. set, uh, chocolate taboo. But, um, when we had that here in Ontario, people that were breeding dogs and didn't have breeding contracts on them. Yeah. So we put breeding contracts on all our dogs, but it's to a point of you've got to prove what you're going to do. Um, titles, mm-hmm. genetics it also comes back on us and proves it too. Yeah. Um, and more of what you're going to do. We've always done that. Um, and then when we got into COVID, there was a lot of breedings that were, we don't know who mom, or we know who mom is. We don't know who dad is.
2: Yeah.
0: And they're just like, honey, we're home. Um, Bobo down the road's got a nice black lab. Let's breed them. Mm-hmm. We'll make some money. Yeah. And then the more people call, the more people were at home and wanted dogs. It just drove it through the moon. Yeah. And like our siding guy that's doing our house right now, He's like, oh yeah, you do dogs, you're a dog guy. He's lower German. Yeah, and uh, he goes, uh, my daughter had a two litters, and she made, I think she was talking like around forty five hundred bucks a pop. Wow, She's talking like eighty five bucks clean or eighty five thousand clear after yep. these two litters were gone, and they were like part lab, part shepherd, and there was something else in there. Yeah, and the dog got bred from the barn down the road. And he's like, the next time we send her down again. So that was a big problem. Now you can still get online and there's people with dogs and they shouldn't be breeding. Yeah. Um, you gotta really think about it. Like, are you doing those things we talked about before is, you know, hip size, elbows, panel testing, testing your dogs, like ability, um, you know, is there a reputation of, uh, working lines in there is so their pedigree those kind of yeah. things and lander like i know her pedigree it's loaded if you can um pair that with a, a good male that's balanced uh, those puppies will do really well
1: yeah um now i i gotta throw this out there because i know there's 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 people that's listening right now and they're fucking see them listening to us because they're like well my dog is a, is a great dog, and, and it doesn't have papers, and it didn't come from a breeder. And, yep. and absolutely, those dogs exist. They, they and they're, do.
0: they're good. Those yeah. people, that, like they love them. They're dogs. I'm not saying they're bad. Absolutely. Just um, at the level that you bought land or the level that yeah. we're selling, I've got to do these things. Yeah. Or there's no, like, foundation to
2: absolutely um, me,
0: me keeping a puppy and then keeping a puppy from it and carrying on those lines. Yeah
2: absolutely
1: and and that's uh, we're not here to say the only the only dog that you you can buy that'll get you uh, that'll be your hunting buddy is got to come from a breeder that's that's not what we're saying in my mind when i bought my dog i bought her from somebody that i knew and i knew i knew the mom uh i knew of the dad um but it was those guarantees was yeah. the reason why I went. It, it had nothing to do with, um, Jimbo down the road's dog was gonna be yeah. horrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it it's it's just it it gave me a little bit of a little bit more peace of mind knowing where yeah. I bought her from, right? So,
0: I, yeah, it's funny. I used to hunt with a guy down the bay, and he might listen to this. Yeah, he had a dog. I think it come from like a dairy farm. Yeah, and she was sweet um she'd pick up ducks all day Yep, she had nothing behind her but you know what it was everything he asked for yeah and more yeah um and you know she was great to
1: yeah absolutely and 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 i don't want anybody to anybody no. to be listening to this going oh listen to those guys talking about these these big fancy dogs Bail, yeah
0: field yeah. trial hunt test dogs yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. No, not at all. I'll be the first one to tell you, like, um, They're all I, I've, yeah, I've seen some, I've seen some great dogs, man, in my time that, that hasn't been, yep. you know, a, a crazy pedigree, but I will say this, the people that, the, the people that own those dogs, um, it may not, they, the dog may not have had a pedigree, but the person still applied an established yeah. training plan yep. to them. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah um they still you, so the work, you're yeah. home too yeah, yeah you gotta work it's not like a pedigree dog's gonna yeah they, um, they might do it better yeah or faster or pick it up yeah but you've got thousands of years of breeding in those uh in a lab like i i said to somebody today i'm like i'm about ready to guarantee that they will pick up a duck like yeah i threw a ball across the we have this big puppy octagon yeah, outside that the kids go in and come out crying but it, like i threw a ball across and they all went and tried to pick it up bring it back
1: yeah because it's 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 in them right yeah. so jordan so for anybody that's listening and and i know the people that are listening um oh, i shouldn't say i know but i would assume duck hunters um you've been around dogs so if anybody is is listening and and they're at that point now where they're like you know what? The next stage now for me is to get into a dog. Um, You know, from from your point of view, if somebody came to you, uh, a, a friend, if, if, if your dad came to you and said, I need help picking out a dog, but you didn't have one for him. What advice would you give your dad, or or your brother, or your wife, or or somebody close to you that you wouldn't steer around? What would be the advice that you would give them in in picking a breeder and a dog?
0: Yeah, um, reputation's huge. Yeah. The um, then you can get into like genetics and where they're what they want to give you as production. Like, not a pro- production's harsh word, but what do they want to produce, and what kind of home are they? adopting their puppies too so dad says a hunt home i would probably push him more to a performance home um that is doing those abc's foundation mm-hmm. hip size panel test uh ofa um hips and elbows i ten hips okay Say just do hips uh the ofa is where it's at yeah and then um what are their puppies doing? Like are their puppies spazzes? Are they really good, level headed, are they smart, turned on for it, those kind of things? Yeah. And then at the the last thing, it's what color do you want? Yeah. So ability, proven ability, track record, and then you know, we get into color because I get the people that are like, No, I want this color dog, and they just go find that color dog. Yeah, it can be good, it can be bad yeah i hope it's good but uh the best things do foundations
1: yeah and and so i'm i'm always reminded back to to a person i uh, sort of kind of they had trained with uh they had trained with me a couple times and uh showed up with a new puppy uh beautiful beautiful black lab anyways and i had asked um where'd you get the dog, you know, cause I'm curious, where'd the dog come from, the breeder and stuff. And it was sort of around my area here. So, um, when I heard the name, I wasn't familiar with the name. So obviously, you know, spider scent starts tingling. I'm like, never heard of yeah. that breeder. Um, yep. you know, what kind of guarantees did, did the breeder give you? Because, um, the guarantees that I was talking about is well, eyes are good, hips are good, um, the pedigree is good. Um, guaranteed the first year. Um, that it's going to be healthy. All the all those things, right? And the and the answer I got was, oh, I'm guaranteed it's a it's a lab. I'm yeah. like, um, no, that's yeah. not the guarantee that that I'm talking about. I, and I I had explained the guarantees. Oh no, I didn't get none of those guarantees. Yeah. And and yeah. paid a premium price for the for the dog too. Now the dog the yep. dog is good. Like, don't get me wrong. Yep. But. Um, in my opinion, I think that that person was, was sort of kind of not pushed, but directed to this, to this one guy. And, uh, I think they just, they took advantage of, of the, of the buyer really was, was what ended yeah. up having them.
0: And that sucks. Like, hopefully it goes well, but if it yeah. doesn't, you know, I, you've always, you've bumped into those people that like, yeah. go oh, where'd you get your dog from all oh, this, you know, oh, was yeah. over there and they don't really get into it. Yeah. I like I want people to be proud of where they get their dog from. Mm-hmm. I want people to say like, hey, of course, um, I, I got my dog from uh, this person and this is yeah. what they're doing and those kind of things. Not oh yeah, I was placed down, you know, I was over there. My yeah. you know, taladon. was a place yeah. over there, a farm. Like those those dogs are fine. I just I yeah. want people to have the foundation when they get a puppy. Of course. And say, no, this is the guarantees, this is what the parents did yeah and this is what we want we're happy
1: yeah absolutely that's um somebody somebody had asked me um why yeah so I, i'm working on and it's it's my fault because i just don't do it enough um or i don't travel enough to do it um i'm tra- i'm working on lander's uh getting her senior, senior. hunter title oh, okay. title right yeah. and yeah. uh and people are like like why do you care why do you care like you know she can hunt and and i'm like well the only reason why i'm doing it is so that i can have the letters after her name if i do if i do breeder because there are people that look for it because and and it it all it all it tells a prospective uh dog buyer is that okay the dog is trainable that that's all that that's all that those letters tells it doesn't ma- mean my dog is a super dog or nothing it just yep. tells the prospective buyer that okay this dog is trainable it, it it's reached a, a senior hunter or a master hunter or grand master, whatever it is yeah. but it tells it tells the buyer that the dog is is trainable and that's the only reason why i'm doing it lander lander will hunt all day long um
0: that's the fun part too yeah the um my somebody's the wonderful joys of dogs. Somebody's outside, uh, not very happy with somebody else. Might have to go put a fire out. But they're happy. Go for it, go um, for it
1: if you got to, buddy.
0: No, the I put the plow down on the back, and it's yeah. like bright red Western plow. Yeah. And um, we bought a puppy from uh, Quebec, okay, bred her Yeah. And then we kept a puppy from her and she is like she's her mom and dad through and through. She's always getting into something, but, um, harnessing it. she's very productive. Like she switched on for it. And that's part of like letting her get to that six and eight months old, let her be a little loose and confident and then start to bring in a program. That's, uh, uh,
1: yeah, no, that's pretty cool because, oh, sorry, buddy, go ahead. Oh,
0: she's just pushing the limits. I can hear her out there scrubbing against the wall. Um, Um, yeah, go ahead
1: yeah no that that was something because i remember when when i first had uh mine as a puppy right and and i had the, the paint rollers as as something oh, yeah. for him to, as yeah. something for him to fetch right and i can remember calling my buddy bill and saying well she's not she's not picking it up and yeah. and and i can remember bill saying to me he was like dude like you gotta you gotta manage your expectations here like she's she's two months old she's two and a half months old yeah. like she's not a rich retru- you you haven't like just yeah. take some time right and so my lead into that is you you've experienced way more than i have because you, you're breeding dogs and and you see them right from you know right from birth until they till they go to their forever homes but every dog is different um yep. but at you know I guess I guess what I'm trying to get at is is what advice do you give people for for managing expectations on you know when because if, if someone's coming to you I would assume uh, if they're coming to you they're buying a hunting dog it, it's not a dog that's going to sit in the house right
0: yeah and if they do if they're not hunting it's like active like um, wife or husband yeah. is they're camping all the time they're always on that's the right. road They're they're running yeah. Um, creeping and all that stuff. We're doing fly ball. Okay.
2: Um, yeah.
0: The expectation I told a gentleman today, he got a yellow from us, a male. Yeah. And he was just a firecracker. And he, he wasn't a hunt home, lives down the lake. He might as well be one because he lives down, yep. um, deep, um
2: okay.
0: right on the shore. Yeah. And he's like, my last dog would bring me everything back. I'm like, well, good luck because this dog's not going to get out of the water. Yeah and um his expectation was like when can i start training him to retrieve and i'm like man just be his buddy for like six months yeah you know fit here kennel yeah just teach him basics and then at six and seven months when their teeth come out you can start to be like ear fat fetch and go down that road but uh he was like oh i really want to get started i'm like don't rush it like it's I, i think i've said it before and Phil actually, I think it was Philly who told me this because he's done more with like Thor. He's done a yeah. lot with Thor. Um, yeah. He went like to HRCH um, yeah. and it's attainable to step back. Like as me looking at what I'm doing, I can't be running around to hunt tests when I have puppies.
2: Yeah, of course
0: not. It's either you train and you run tests or you breed. And you try and limit your contact with dogs you don't know, um, so I'm not bringing stuff back to puppies. Uh, Kennocka, yeah. Harvo, all that stuff. So, yeah, I, yeah, I have run some dogs. Uh, Sandy, actually, she runs like if I want a dog to go, I'm like here, you know, keep her him for x amount of time. We'll get through our puppies. Uh, she'll run them at the stake that we're ready for. Then yeah. I'll bring her back. Okay, uh, but uh, yeah expectations everybody's got their own and that gets into like pedigree talk what is your expectations if it's just to pick up a few dogs or a few um,
2: few uh, ducks
0: yeah it's been a long day yeah a few ducks or geese then maybe getting into that level isn't for you but Mm -hmm. um, the guy that wants to get that foundation going there's so many programs that you can get into and be like I'm going to run this be a buddy get into force fetch if you need to, color condition, and then get going. And then expectation would be, I would hunt it like after you get all your hunt test stuff done, because there's uh, like uh, David, um, he's got a pup from us. He's had an HRC test yesterday and today. And he's struggling with that. He knows where the bird is. She sees something and it's like, no, we're hunting dad. I'm going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's no, still going. Yeah. And you'll see it. If you're going to hunt lander, it's like, well, no, usually you're shooting more and you know, up here Yeah, and I'm busting it back to get my blind. And that's when the (laughs) expectation is you either do hunt tests, get that done and then hunt. Yeah. But everybody wants to hunt and shoot ducks over the dog. So yeah. A balance is always good man it's like anything um i would say like junior hunt's a good start you you know it's it can yeah. be tough because you're, you're at tough. that age of being a brat yeah being confident and starting to use their brain and everyone's like oh it's just a junior hunter test i'm like mm-hmm. no it, there's some formality to that and yeah. you've got a bunch of field trailers judging you so you yeah. better step up
2: mm-hmm. because
0: um they see a lot of people that come and go Absolutely. Um, HRC, when you go for your started, it's a little bit more like, you know, you and your dad sitting on the pail, you're going to shoot a pond, that kind of setup. Yep. And the expectations for it are, I think they're a little bit under the, like what you did with Lander. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, and I'm doing a test on this one is that six to eight months is when the binders come on and it's you no know, sit means sit. This yeah. is the way we're
1: doing it. Yeah, absolutely. No, and 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 I guess that the important thing, Jordan, is is that you know, you gotta pay attention to your dog too, right? Because not everyone is the same. Some will pick it up. I've 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 heard stories about some dogs that when it comes to force fetch, you know, just just yeah. pig just pig head it, just won't give in. And then one day the light comes yeah. on and they're just like, oh oh okay this is this is what you want done oh oh okay and you know it it, there every one of them is different and there's some there's some basic foundations that you that you can apply to all of them but but you've got to pay attention to your dog and and know what your dog is capable of too right um because that again that'll that'll manage your expectations no different um you know i i've talked about it on here before where i took um mark Vitch and uh brandon mcdonald out on a hunt um oh yeah here and uh you know brandon brandon shot a duck uh, flying right towards us he shot it the duck sailed behind us into into some you know into the swamp and into some you know cattails and everything and he's like oh man i'm sorry he said i shouldn't have shot that i was like no no i'm like lander should she should get that there's no reason why she shouldn't be able to pick up that bird because of the training that she's done um yeah. so i was i was confident in her in her abilities because i i thought that she could do it and and sure shit you know sent her out in a, a couple couple casts to get her in line to where i thought it was going to be and and you know she went out and she picked it up and she come back and she was a Thanks. rock star um yeah but again um i spend a lot of time with her i know what her capabilities are uh you know if it was you know too far back well then i you know might have been might have been a little bit tougher but it wasn't too far back behind us i i knew she'd get a, a snoot full of it fairly quick so um yeah. you know, one thing i wanted to ask you about and i wanted your opinion on it because um you know and i've heard it a, a million times every dog you get you, you you make changes you always learn from from the last dog right and one thing i didn't do with mine was crate train i and 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 it was because i was like no this is my dog i want my dog with me when i travel and when i drive in the truck i want my dog in the front seat of the truck with me i want the dog with me everywhere i go now that's become a pain in the ass having the dog because now the dog has to be in the front seat and and she won't settle until she's in the front seat now if I go to a trial and I need to put her in a in a dog hole uh to wait for her turn she she's not happy about it, right like there's some anxiety and she gets ramped up and stuff like that so i i i'm I stuck to my ideas and my reasoning, but now it's starting to bite me in the ass that I didn't create trainer um and stuff so is that something that you is is that an idea that you put into anybody that comes and picks up your dog that, hey, listen, um, crate training is a good thing. It's it's not a punishment, it's not a bad no, thing. No, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, you, like oh, he's been trained trained and or man, yeah. I cannot say, crate trained. Um but we've got a um Luna's coming in heat. Yeah. And she's like sitting right there. So he's like whimpering and I'm right. like, dude, like, I'm trying to do a podcast. I can't do it in the trailer we live in right now. Yeah. Because the kids are bombing around. But I'm like, hey, dude, just settle down. It's okay. Yeah. But he's got something else on his mind. I think a kennel trained dog um, be quiet as church mouse. They go in there with the door open or not, quiet. Yeah. Um, but if it's not done right, like I've got a buddy and he had a dog um, from a field trailer. And she would do, like, cyclones in the kennel. Like, the kennel was like.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: um, And she was not socialized in it properly. Um, So, crate training, we've got this, like, sheet. And it says, like, puppy deuce. Yeah. And it goes through, like, food, everything. What should be expected on the way home and all this stuff. And on it is crate training. And I simply say it's a safe spot to know where your puppy is. If you get the right size kennel,
2: yeah.
0: I've got one. I'll show it to you when we're done. Um, and you kind of like create train as you go. So you would can be a pain because they start at like 60 bucks with a little one. And you take that kennel everywhere, like it goes in the truck. Um, and then you eventually get to like the gunner, yeah. Um, or whatever you want, like a pet mate or steal one. Yeah. Um, but it's a safe spot, it's not punishment. Yeah, like yeah. Man, I've had dog crap
2: all over me. Yeah,
0: like it's not if, it's just when. It's not anything to get mad about. It's always your fault. Yeah, as an owner, Mm -hmm. you know you didn't listen to the cues. Um, so a crate, yeah, they're gonna have accidents in it. Yeah, but um, once you get past that, up to six and eight months, um, and you can go from like. 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night until six in the morning. It can be rewarding. And then through the day they're, you know, aired, like our dogs are aired six times a day. They're ran once or twice a day with bumpers. Yeah. Um, Like it's a lot. So for them to be in a five by five kennel for a little bit of cool down time, um, they're sleeping or they're just walking around and they might put, you know, they might put a kilometer on in there. I don't even know. Yeah. But it's just like walking, scrubbing they go outside do the runs hang out in the run um but as a homeowner the kennel is a big investment like I've got the phone sitting on one right now
1: yeah no but and, um, it, and its and safe. yeah it's safe and and there's this ideology uh, as well that it's it's um the dog, the dog looks for it, right? So its natural yeah. instinct is is to be in is is to be in the kennel, right? We we yeah. change it by letting them not be in the kennel, but
0: yeah, and then you can get in the kennel and place, yeah, like place is up and on kennel is in, yeah. Does Lander go in the kennel now? Or does she hate it?
1: No, no, she'll she'll go in there. It's just she yeah. just gets ramped up. Like she she she'll go in. She doesn't she doesn't lose her mind or anything like that, but as soon as you're like, as soon as you go to the door to open it, like you can hear it. Like she's, she's just pounding to get out. Right. Like there's no, yeah. there's nothing graceful about her coming out of a kennel at all. It is, it is just balls out. Right. So um yeah. that that's my biggest, I, I don't have many regrets with her, but that that's my biggest is that I didn't do that, that kennel training with her and have her used to it um because you know like i'll go hunting and i got buddies in the truck with me um it's it's a pain because she wants to be up on the front seat and, yeah. and nobody wants a dog sitting on her i could care less i'll have a dog sit on my lap but not a lot of people will right or or there's some people that just they don't want a dog sitting on their lap as, as yep. at five o'clock in the morning so i wish i would have done those things and and had her used to being in the kennel and and just you know when it's time to time to go in the truck hop in your kennel and go i know phil does it with his dogs they yep. go in the kennel all the time and and you know they're good and and we've hunted and been about places and you know and and the dogs are are out and running around but then when phil says kennel you know dog yep. goes in the kennel and 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 that's where it'll stay until until he tells them it's time to come out right so it it's yep. one of those things that i wish i would have done
0: it can be redone yeah um take some time for her to get over the fact that and that i've never like well i shouldn't say we never uh, our first dog we let come in the bed a few times and mm-hmm. she become a very dominant okay. like big beat so yeah. it's like a hierarchy or matriarch yeah. between guys and girls yeah um so yeah like if you've got a dominant dog that's pedigree bred like lander you get into the front seat sitting in the truck when you're not there getting in bed getting on the couch yeah you start to come down here yeah and it's like no this is what i want and (laughs) you open the door and they're jumping in
2: yeah and the kennel
0: you open the kennel and boom um those kind of things it can be um and it's whatever you want yeah we usually get all our dogs to sit on their beds and it's a bit of a circus at first but now it's like your food goes down you know, yeah. oak, you know, Luna. Yeah. And they get their food. And it just even at the door, sometimes I catch myself and they're piling out. Yeah. I'm like, come on, get back in here, sit. Yeah. And with everybody gets a treat, a kibble, and then yeah. we go. But the kennel size as yeah, like if you're getting a puppy, yeah. Like anybody, um, smaller is usually better at first. Okay. So we've got to send a yellow pop out to uh, like near Saint John's. Okay. Next week. Yeah. And this is like this is what he'll go in. Okay. So like that's it's like maybe the length of my from my bicep to my and they're like the smallest panels you can get. Um and then you'll go from this to the intermediate. So just to the point that it's like, oh, getting a little tight in there
1: um when you send your dogs like there's nothing in there so it's, and and the only reason because so i my wife is my wife thinks our dogs are people right be careful but, no 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 this is conversations i because she thinks they're people right like she she really do and she doesn't understand that listen they're a dog and 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 they're used to you know sleeping where they sleep so yep. the idea of the blanket. And and having a blanket in sure. in the kennel with them because I remember Steve Segulik telling me he had his first puppy. Well, that's it, it. It died in the kennel because he had a blanket in with it, and the dog was in chewing on the blanket and chewing on the blanket, and and ended up choking itself. Right? No way. So, yeah. And uh and and you asked Steve like that dog was, it was an impressive dog even as a puppy. He'll tell you. Like the dog was uh, was brilliant. Um, that's sucked. Our... And and when I got Lander, that was the first thing he told me. He was like, "Do not put a blanket. Don't yeah. put anything in with it. Just that that's its kennel. That's where it goes yep. to sleep. It's not in there to play and chew and and any of that stuff, right?
0: right? Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Even puppy people, they're like, "Oh, I want to rub a blanket on mom. Yeah, it is a bit of a feel good, and I don't care. Like if that makes them feel better, hundred yeah. percent, do it." Yeah, there's probably something there that puppy's going to smell, but everything out of the kennel. Yeah. Like collar off, um, bones are fine, but at a young age, they've got to be monitored so much. You put them in a big wire kennel and throw a blanket over it because you read it online and it goes black, Yeah, they're going to pull the blanket in. You know, anything they can do, they probably will. Yeah. 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 It, I,
1: yeah it was like and these these were the things that you know i've been around dogs a lot but we've had them as pets never um i i guess we we were lucky um when you think about it uh but we did a lot of things with, with our dogs and and we've got good dogs we've got three of them right now only only one that's oh, really? a hunting dog only really? one that's a hunting dog but we've got three dogs um Man. but um you know after after we had lander that's when all of these things started coming up and was like well don't do this and don't do that and you should train this and you should do this and and it was it was really eye-opening to us and and somewhat intimidating because we were like well shit we never ever did any of these things with any of our other dogs and they they turned out you know they were good we've had good great dogs but um i think we got we got extremely lucky with, with a lot of the dogs that we had. Um, but now, you know, and, and not that I'm, I'm looking to replace her yet, but I, I'm already, I I know there's things that I got to do different when the next one comes.
0: Yeah. I was just, a guy told me like your first hunting dog is the dog that you mess up. You fix. Yeah. And is the best. Yeah no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, for somebody to go in and get like the thoroughbred of dogs and it's their first puppy, they're going to have their hands full.
2: Yeah.
0: It's always like, if you're going to be a puppy home, it's nice to kind of like gradually grow, learn. Yeah. You have to learn as a handler. or an oh. owner first.
1: Well, I've said it a million times that, uh, that we train and, and Bill Kennedy spends more time training me than he, yeah. than he does the dog because, um, you know, if, if he, if she, if he lines her up with him, um, you know, she, she reacts totally different to him than she do to me. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And it's just, and, and it's all in handling and, and she's got a lot of experience with him too, because yeah. she'll go with him here and there, but, um, yeah, man, like th- just the handling alone, that, that's something to try and to try and understand how sure. the dog thinks uh, i yes. guess is the biggest thing right because you're trying to you're trying to handle them and, and and trying to understand well the dog this is what the dog wants so um what was one of the things i say? oh i seen a guy getting his dog, and and i done this and I know this will backfire on you because I done it, and then I seen a guy do it the other day, and I told him how it's going to backfire on him. And that oh, is sending your dog out to pick up your decoys, buddy. I tried it. I tried to get Lander to do it one time. Yeah, and uh, and I was trying to get her. I was like, oh, I'm not walking out. I'll just get Lander to pull the the decoys in. Where were you With
0: yelling, fetch?
1: Him. Yeah, yeah, get absolutely. Him. Yeah. yeah, fetch him, girl. Yeah, fetch them up fetch them up was what i was saying and uh, and you know what
0: you're never gonna get that senior title now
1: <laughs> and uh, and she did it she went really? out and picked up, de- yeah and she picked up decoys and then you know what happened me my son and mark bitch went out hunting um this was a couple years ago and we were yep. dropping birds and guess what she done she picked up decoys and brought back to the boat instead mm-hmm. of the birds backfired on me big yeah.
0: time you're gonna be lining up that blind and <laughs> yeah um, at a hunt test and you're gonna be like dead for good yeah bah! yeah He's yeah it's gonna go exactly. pick up, the, pump, pick up the, the decoy and bring it back
1: yeah and and it did it backfired on me big time um <laughs> and and here i am in the boat um losing my cool um because my dog's not listening to me and then i i tell bill kennedy the, the guy that i trained with and i tell He's him right. what i do and he was like hey you idiot yeah. it was like that it was like when she done that for you when she brought in in the the decoys you probably good girl and you were petting her and making all kinds of making her feel good that's sure. what she's gonna do she's she sees decoys she's gonna go she's gonna go get decoys so i was like well, okay yeah Man, another I'm, mistake my, another mistake that i made with her
0: my i'm just on land now the yeah. time we hunt like sheet um, water, slack, or whatever you want to call it, like flooded field, I guess. Yeah. And um, usually our Portuguese friend Marco's there.
2: Yeah.
0: Hogging all the food in the blind.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: But um, like he would. Have, yeah. But uh, Charlie and I are either cooking or making jokes, but we hunt these spots that are like this deep to your waist so like a lot of the decoys don't even have weights on them right but i used to hunt the bay for divers yeah and i've never had that gut-wrenching feeling when i couldn't do anything and i'm a reactive person yeah that when i see my dog tangled in a long line yeah and the way they're just like yeah i was like oh no like yeah my family dog like um First dog and I'm watching her just get like drowning.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, That was like I'm getting into like the hunting stuff of dogs. It's it's a rewarding thing but you got to be careful. Now we just hunt field and like you said kennel until we're ready to hunt and then I'm one of the last guys getting back to the blind, bring the dog with me, Mm -hmm. kennel them up behind us Yeah, and when the hunt's done, I'm the first one back, put them in the kennel and then clean up.
2: No, oh, absolutely. Man, you water,
0: you water guys. I'm not a water runner anymore. Yeah. Unless it's in a field, um or like it can be dangerous.
2: It
1: can be. Yeah. It it can be. So, um and then, and again, I think I I've trained lander with decoys in the water, so like just yeah you know, throwing bumpers out and she's got this sort of kind of navigate now on a long lines, a little bit different than, than if it's on, you know, it's just regular puddle ducks on, on a single Texas rig is a little bit different on that oh, line. Yeah. line, it, it yeah, like 50 that, pounds. That's, that's scary, man. Like that's scary putting a, a dog running through a, through a long line, especially on a diver because you know, you know, those bastards don't dive, dive oh, for yeah. a shot and they're moving and the dog, is like, going oh,
0: to, yeah. you could see her for a minute. Yeah. Then you couldn't see her for a minute. I was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Getting the boat started.
1: Yeah. No, that's, that's scary, man. It, it it really is. It really is scary. But, um, when it comes to, that's a, that's an entirely different episode that we could talk about, um, some other time to come on and, and that's talking about, you know, safety with your dog. Yeah. Well, yeah, because man, I've seen some, i've seen some stuff like i've got to now in the boat lander lander's great in the boat Nice, Um, but if i'm hunting the field i gotta i gotta tire on oh yeah she'll 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 book soon soon as soon as the first shot is fired and we're hunting geese she'll 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 motor right so um so i've got the like i either don't hunt or you know the last time the la- one of the last hunts we done last year I had Trevor Davidson with me and uh, oh, nice. Tre- yeah, yeah so Trevor and I just took turns holding on to her so Trev to shoot a bird I'd hold Lander and then yeah. you know just back and forth that way because if not she, she would she would just take off and and that's just a, a safety thing that you know nobody needs because yeah. you got to live with that then the rest of your life right and and that's yeah. that's just something that's something Man.
0: we were well, we got to do a couple hunting stories yeah we we're we we're on this spot down in caledonia and it was like big hill it's called we called it mount crushmore or anything mount crushmore 2.0 mm-hmm. it was a hill like this that went down and we were sitting like up on it yeah and the geese were working up the hill on like a foot of snow okay and when i sent the dog she was really she was good but and they're kind of behind us and I sent her when she'd go down the hill, you could just barely see her go down. And I was, we were with some guys that um, like a couple hunted a lot and one didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one of my best buddies was on the other end and I'm like, walk the dog. Like there is no bird that's worth it. No. And you go snow goose hunting. You're shooting like way up here yeah. instead of down here. But like, yeah. when you don't, you hunt Canada's yeah. they're like big, heavy, jumbos coming in to land yeah and you're shooting them on the ground like close to the ground that kind of that horizon um if you don't watch the dog yeah man yeah i gotta stick him outside for a minute
1: no that's okay buddy because we're gonna we're gonna end it here okay yeah we're we're around about that 60 minute mark so uh which is good because that means um that means you can come back on. We got more to talk about uh, some other times, yeah. so, which, which is good. Um, so before we sign off, though, Jordan, tell everybody how they can find you.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, too. Yeah, means oh, a lot. Abso-
1: absolutely, buddy.
0: Um, yeah, so we're on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, the website is she- uh, Um We're going to have a big a uh, intro to our new kennel we're building right now and that's we we're gonna get into it but our life's a bit all over the place um so we're building a place our kennel and then um when that comes we're gonna be doing um gum dog training i'm gonna start a program on that oh wow um, yeah it's in that's the, awesome. the, it's in the works. Awesome, dude. i'm not a pro but the meat dog stuff and that's yeah. it yeah I'd funny word because some people don't like it but that meat potato dog that's going to go yeah. hunt, pick up birds that yeah. kind of
2: stuff. absolutely and but... yeah.
1: absolutely, and that'll I think... come
0: down the road but
1: and 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 there's a place for it right because there's guys there's guys and and i'm one of them um that that that's what i want i want a meat dog i i want my dog to, to go and do those things i do some some testing too but that's awesome I, but I don't just do testing. I, I hunt my dog. Great. Right? So, yeah. um, no, that's awesome, buddy. So listen, everybody, Sheetwater Kennels, um, they're down on Lake Erie, down close to, uh, Long Point, North, um,
0: yeah, Norfolk County,
1: Norfolk County, um, check them out online. Like you said, Facebook, Instagram, I would have been wearing my, uh, Sheetwater Kennels t-shirt, but I wore it on Friday when we were supposed nice. to do the show. And then it got dirty because I was out doing some yard work and stuff. So I didn't have it on today, but
0: I am like, I'm a filthy mess right now.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, you're a lot busier than what I am. You're building a new home. Um, got a, just got rid of a litter of, of puppies. Um, yeah, you're, you're allowed to be filthy, buddy.
0: One last thing. Or so Philly's dog. Yeah. We kept a pup from him. Mm -hmm. She just had pups two weeks ago. Okay. So that's, okay, so uh, you
1: got another litter on, on the ground right now.
0: No rest for the wicked.
2: Oh, buddy. So, so we bred
0: our hunt retriever male with yeah. um a junior hunter that has um much like lander, yeah, right at that senior level running.
2: Yeah,
0: she runs good blinds and she's a hunt hunt dog. Yeah. Um, but yeah, chocolate pups. So we'll be busy for the next uh seven weeks.
1: Buddy, that is insane because I'm gonna tell you, um one of the biggest points of apprehension at our house is is bringing in a litter of dogs and just it it it's like babies like you can't you can't just let them be you got it's constant constant supervision on these little yeah. bastards all the time so
0: um my dad's like you should have been a vet
1: yeah yeah
0: Cause like it's three in the morning who are you gonna call
1: yeah, yeah. okay Absolutely, man. Like the, it, it is, and uh, you know, uh, again, it, it's another one of those things when people say, "Well, that that's a crazy price to pay for." I always laugh at guys, and this is the one I say: you won't pay two thousand dollars for a dog, but you'll spend it on a gun, like, and that that's, yeah. and the dog does all the work for you.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: you know what yeah. I mean. Anyways, um, hey man, thank last, you. Yeah, last words to you, buddy. Last things, you anything you want to say?
0: No, just, uh, I really appreciate you having me on and hopefully we can get back and oh, chat yeah. about some hunting stories. Oh yeah. We'll brown dog.
1: Yeah. I don't know about a brown dog, but, uh, but we'll I tell you kennel. what I would love to do, I, I tell you, and I would love to do this. And, and when you do get, um, the new kennel built, I would love to come down and, yeah. and do, uh, and do some stuff with you when, uh, when the new kennel is done and, uh, and look at the program and all that stuff and, and. You know, yeah. show everybody exactly what it is that you're doing. I would love
0: to do that. Maybe we should do a remote show.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Thanks a lot.
1: Yeah, no worries, buddy. Everybody, that's Jordan Stone from Sheetwater Kennels here in Ontario. Check them out. Um at Brown Dogs Are Your Thing. But it's not just brown dogs. We just make no. fun of him. we just yeah. make fun of him and three Phil. colors.
2: Three, three colors.
1: Color. Yeah. And and hey, there's only three colors too only three um everybody this is union 0430 um thanks for listening big love don't be douchebags to one another um until next time ciao